Hello, and welcome to our core. Jesus is Lord. We trust him with our lives, our souls, our minds, our wills, our future, by faith. Just trust Jesus. He's got your back. He's Son of God, God the Son. He's Jehovah Jireh, the one who will provide. He's Jehovah Sinkanu, our righteousness. He, he is El Elyon, the Most High God. El Shaddai, the big breasted one that we can lean on. Praise his holy and everlasting name. Today, we're back in Ephesians chapter 4. Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus, and he's dealing with a worthy walk. Now, let me, let me stop Paul's in part, because having a worthy walk uh, takes the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Having a worthy walk is a walk that's pleasing to God. It used to be a little acronym, WWJD. What would Jesus do? And as we continuously ask that question to ourselves, it helps to navigate what we do and what we won't do. And uh, we want to walk in righteousness. We want to walk. I beseech you that we walk according Amen to the vocation wherewith we were called. Uh, the call is the cooperation with the Holy Spirit on how we ought to walk, how we ought to talk, how we ought to think, how we ought to feel. All that falls in line with the worthiness of our walk, our lifestyles. And Paul moves on to talk about gifts. He said, when he, Jesus, when he died, of course, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, this led leading captivity captive comes from the old uh, ancient armies that when they conquered an enemy, they would uh, lead those who were captive, amen, into captivity. And it's to say that Jesus Christ is Lord. He conquered sin. He conquered Satan. He conquered everything at the cross of Calvary. Thank God for the cross of Calvary. He said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and earth and in hell. Amen. And so we thank God for his conquership. But he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men, saved men. Everybody saved has at least one gift. Some have multiple gifts. The gifts or for the purpose of service. God gifts us with the purpose of service. He's got apostleship. There are no more apostles today. They were men that were eyewitnesses of Jesus Christ, were commissioned by Jesus Christ. There are no eyewitnesses of Jesus Christ, okay? So one of the things is the apostleship were the pillars of the church. They, they, they set up the churches in the New Testament Paul was an apostle, Peter was an apostle, James was an apostle, so forth, so on. He gave gifts to men. Now, let me talk about service. After salvation comes sanctification, Romans 5 and 6, and Romans 7, then comes service. Once we are saved, set apart by the Holy Spirit, he wants us to serve. And it, it takes a special ingredient to serve. We got to be humble. We got to be submitted. God doesn't want you just serving out of your own sense of service. We serve under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. 
People that sing in the choir, they're serving. People who are ushers, they're serving. People who preach and teach, they're servants. People who give, they're servants. So when you look at all these gifts, 18 and 19 gifts, each one renders a service. Some have the gift of faith. They believe God beyond the normal means. Some have the gift of giving. They give more. They give out of a sense of service to the Lord. And so one of the things that Paul is talking about is that God has gifted me with at least one gift to serve. We have to find out what God has gifted us with and where does God want us to serve, okay? Uh, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, okay? And it's that service that we submit to God, that service that helps us to work in the area that God wants us to work. I am a pastor teacher. That's a dual gift. You can't, you know, pastor teacher is a dual gift, but you can be a teacher, not a pastor, but you can't be a pastor without being a teacher. So one of the things that we see is that I am to pastor his people, to pastor a flock, to oversee a flock, to lead the flock, to feed the flock, amen, to, to, to generate management towards the flock. That's a pastor, but the teacher is feeding. We feed the word of God to people. So then you can be a teacher without being a pastor. Women are teachers, men are teachers, and the gifts are in the neuter, meaning both men and women have the same gifts. A woman can have a gift of shepherding as if she was a pastor. In other words, she can, amen, she can oversee a group of people, okay, leading them and feeding them, okay? The gifts are in a neuter, but the offices is in the masculine. There's only two offices, pastor and deacon. So one of the things we see in these gifts is that whatever God has gifted me with, now it doesn't say choir and usher, it's a service. We serve the Lord through these different uh, initiatives. So as we serve the Lord, we're not serving man, we're not serving the pastor, we're serving God. And that's what keeps our faithfulness going. Even when you don't agree with everything, we're serving God. And then we have to serve one another. Love one another as I have loved you. Love is a gift. First Corinthians chapter 12, First Corinthians chapter 13, uh, faith, hope, and love are gifts, but the greatest of these is love. So every time we love in the name of Jesus, we are serving that person, whether they're lovable or not. We're serving out of our duty to Christ. We're ushering out of our duty to Christ. We're singing out of our duty to Christ. We're over administration out of our duty to Christ. So one of the things that uh, uh, Paul is saying is that God has given us this service. Whom are you serving? There are some people that just serve themselves. They're not being blessed by God. You have to humble yourself, submit, and then serve for the purposes of the Lord. Sunday school teachers are servants, okay? Counselors are servants, okay? Wherever God has you serving, it is a, a gift-oriented position that God has given you in order to open up avenues of growth and maturity to other Christians, okay? So he led captivity captive. He gave gifts to men, and then he mentions these gifts 
in 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 the he mentions them in Romans 12, he mentions them in Ephesians 4, he mentions these gifts, and, and, and when you look at all of these gifts, that is how we are connected in Christ. You serve me, I serve you, okay? I may have the gift of exhortation, building you up. I may have the gift of love. I may have the gift of giving. I may have the gift of faith. I may have the gift of pastor teaching. I may have the gift of teaching. I may have the gift of administration, organization. I may have that gift, that ability, that unique ability given by the Holy Spirit to help the entire flock. And let me say this to you. As you serve God faithfully, God's going to bless you faithfully. As you submit and serve and surrender your will, you can't do this in the flesh. You can't be self-centered and serve. You, you, you can't be all about yourself and serve. You have to give up yourself in the flesh so that you can minister to others in the spirit. So he deals with this matter of gifts. And you ought to know your gifts. You, you know, we, we have tests to tell you what your gifts are. Uh, you know, we have we have think ways to find out what your gifts are. What is it you'd love to do? What is it that's dear to your heart? What is it that God has already received glory from as you have ministered to others? That helps you to delineate what your gifts are. We're serving out of a need for others through the Holy Spirit who gifts us to give. But not only does he deal with gifts, the next lesson is he deals with guidance. And I'm going to be dealing heavily on this guidance because some of us are not guided by the Holy Spirit. We're guided by ourselves. We're guided by our sense of needs. We're guided by what the world says. We're guided what's on social media. We need to be guided by God. What is God saying? The, 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 the telling result or the denominator, so to speak, what is God saying to you about your service, about your submission, about your salvation, about what he wants to get out of you? What is God saying? And you find that in the word of God. So read Ephesians chapter four. It is excellent. It's a walk. It's a wisdom. It's a will. It's a work. It's a welfare to others. God did not save you to serve yourself. He served you. He saved you to serve him. And then, here it is, serve others. How are you serving others? God bless you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you. Read Ephesians 4.